0: This is Lori Frary, and welcome to Pressure Valve. No long intros, just long content. Hi, Lori. Hey, it's about damn time we talked, huh? <laughs> it's about damn time, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we, well, how long we've been friends? You know, like in the virtual world. I'm trying to think how many years. I think six, seven, or longer. Easily when, six or
1: seven. When did you start your podcast originally? In 2015. Yeah, and I'm sure I reached out to you like I was one of the first people, no?
0: Yeah. Yeah, so I would say about seven years. Long time in the virtual world. (laughs) Long time. I mean, you know, to never have spoken face-to-face.
1: Yeah, it's very strange. But I feel like I know you so well, and that's why this is so strange
0: doing this together. (laughs) Ditto, ditto. Because we've known each other and talked so much with typing and messaging and all the other stuff and memeing back and forth and the whole nine (laughs) yards. (laughs) Um, We see eye to eye on a whole lot of things and have discussed just about everything you can think of. Correct? Absolutely. And I've learned so much from you. And I've learned a lot from you because one of the great things about our relationship is that if I say something that's just, you know, a thought or an opinion, then you get it and then you ask the next question and you extrapolate it to the next degree and it, it we we've been good at drawing things out from uh, out of each other the important part of this whole like searching for truth thing that everybody not everybody but mm-hmm. a whole lot of people seem to be doing I wish more were but that's another point yeah is that you keep asking questions. You have to keep asking questions. You have to. And you
1: know what I really appreciate about you, Lori, is that I can ask you questions. And even if it goes completely against your beliefs, you're not going to get offended. Because other people, you cannot question them. So they'll they'll state a fact and you question them. But just to play the devil's advocate or because you you want more information. But I can question you. And you never get insulted or offended or anything. You think about it. And then you give me like a really thorough answer which is so amazing because with most people, you just end up in an argument if you quite question their beliefs in any way, right?
0: Well, uh, yeah, a lot of people
1: because... We've, we've both don't... lost so many friends and family <laughs> members and everything in
0: the last few years, right? Exactly. <clears throat> well, the, well uh, one reason why a lot of people get offended is because they don't actually have a ready answer that they can defend Meaning if it, you know, if you were in a debate situation or something like that, and someone says, defend your, you know, your position, Mm -hmm. they can't really defend it because they didn't research it themselves and they didn't come to their own conclusions. They hijacked it from the internet or a, a friend or a group or a cult or whoever. The cult, yeah.
1: And then if you question them, then they attack you because they have no response to your
0: questions. Exactly. Right. Right. Well, you have really good questions. It it takes somebody who can who's actually listening to what you're Mm -hmm. saying, which is one big step, because most people actually aren't listening to what you're saying. They're already forming their response in their head. And or thinking, you know, everybody seems to have some kind of ADD or something because they they don't they can't focus on what you're saying to them and then formulate the next response or the next question or whatever. So one of the reasons why you and I have gotten along so well with digging for truth, so to speak, is because you're the same. You're not offended by a question and you're not stuck on your answer or your opinion until you are.
1: Yeah. Right. We're evolving and changing all the time. There's always new information. I mean, just think back, Lori, the stuff we knew seven years ago, it's like not even relevant anymore. The world (laughs) has changed
0: completely. Right. Exactly. Well, seven years ago, we were just digging into the whole flat earth conspiracy phenomenon yeah. and trying to figure out not only what it's all about and and why it was happening, but because it did just suddenly come out of nowhere and happen, yeah. but trying to figure out who's putting out disinformation, who's the trolls, who's the shills, who's the agents. Exactly. <laughs> oh, what, what's wrong with this model, the whole, yeah. the whole thing. And yeah. so that took a couple of years of evolutionary thinking and, and throwing out bunk as we discovered it and so on. But look, look at where that led. That led to mm-hmm. going through all of the other models and all of the other uh, simulations and constructs. I, ideas. And uh, it, it got it got to the point where now I don't know. Now I don't believe anything. <laughs> now, I don't, now I don't know what where where am I'm I? the same.
1: I'm the same. I don't believe anything either. I mean, when I get your information, what I like is that when you post something or share something, you always research it first. So if somebody just sends you a meme, you're not going to send it to 100 people before researching it to making sure that the information is correct. And, you know, even when we're trying to verify information, it's still difficult. So I think we both kind of came to the conclusion that you have to trust your instinct and what really resonates with your soul is probably where the truth is.
0: Well, you also have to wait. You also have to wait a little bit. Don't jump the gun and you know jump on the cult bandwagon of everything's a hoax or everything's fake or you know everything's a false flag and and so on and so on. And so, how many times have has someone sent you a a picture of a a meme picture or something that's supposed to have happened? Oh, it's happening right now! Breaking! Breaking! and you look for the image it's not hard to do and then you find out this is from five damn years ago i know and And this is not even attributed
1: to whatever they're talking about so much bullshit on both sides oh well and they can you swear on this
0: podcast (laughs) (laughs) and they blame cnn for faking news and they're doing it themselves exactly exactly so so you that's know, why you, you
1: get to the point where you don't trust anyone and you don't trust any information and it just it's it's just so confusing for people
0: well you have to keep doubling back you know and and testing your theories and testing your hypothesis and testing testing and the only way to do that is to try to dig into information like the like the spokes on a bicycle wheel you know yeah. you're in the center and you need to go out in every direction and verify and cross cross construct what what people are trying to say they believe or whatever Several yep. things have become obvious to both you and I, and mm-hmm. and that is it sure does seem pretty damn matrixy out there and it's the only thing that makes sense to me at this point. It absolutely is. and a couple of years ago, I you know wrote this a couple page articles the blog of, oh, oh blog. that was so
1: good. I've read
0: that so many times. Well, I mean, I, you know, it was it was the culmination of thinking through a, a lot of different things and kind of like process of elimination. If it's not yeah. this, not that, not that, not that, it must be this, or at least it's more likely this than all those other things. Yeah, and I mean, so it, I maybe came it's to something
1: th- com- completely different. But right now, with what the information we have, it's the only thing that makes sense well well
0: it is and that is that we live in a supernatural construct that is not a spinning globe and not that flat pancake earth and not any of those other models that everybody throws around and believes in so wholeheartedly and because it acts like a simulation and so I don't like the word simulation because I don't believe I am a simulation and I don't believe anybody else out there is a simulation. But at the same time, to me, the word simulation means that man made it, not God, not yeah. the creator. Yeah. And so that's why I use the word construct because yeah. I couldn't build it, none of us could build it. All of us together couldn't build it. No. We have somehow stumbled into or been led to there is a submatrix that has been constructed that so many people are are in at least consciously subconsciously and the farther we get away from the construct which is the natural supernatural built construct the farther we get away from that the closer we get to the submatrix yeah and the closer we get into that the more controlled we are because it's designed that way exactly the the construct was not, was not designed to control us i mean it the universal law of free will was was coded into the construct Mm -hmm. so that we all can make choices all the time, every day about everything. Mm -hmm. Now, do we get input and lessons and does the Holy spirit come into us and talk in our ear or in our heart or gut or wherever it is Mm -hmm. and say, you know, you probably shouldn't do that Mm -hmm. or yeah, go ahead, go right, not left. Mm -hmm. Or you know, those, that kind of thing. And if you listen, yeah. you, you will hear it. Yeah. And every time you don't listen, you
1: end up doing the wrong thing. I mean, that's happened to me so many times.
0: Or not maybe just not, not the wrong thing, but not your free will thing. Like in other words, if if we're talking about all these supernatural characters, God, the Holy Spirit, uh Jesus uh Satan fallen angels all of these are considered supernatural beings that we have to have faith to believe in because we cannot see touch feel here to quantify that they're actually here there out Correct. there somewhere if we're going to believe in them obviously that takes faith yes. and if, if we do believe in them and we do have faith in them, then we, we do that because we get something that tells us they exist. Exactly. A feeling in your gut, a feeling in your heart, uh, something miraculous happens mm-hmm. that you prayed about or maybe didn't pray about. It That's also a process. Most people say they believe in God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit and Satan and demons and all, all of that but in order to actually believe it you have to you have to include the senses that you do have that showed you that the probability possibility of them exists exactly so the free will part that's the cons. That was coded into the construct is the universal law of free will, mm-hmm. and people have a hard time believing in a deity or even demons. The atheists, or you know, people who don't believe in any of the supernatural stuff, yeah, they have a hard time because they haven't gotten those groups of things happen to them that they you know, have like a little abacus in their head. Hey, I remember the time. Hey, I remember the time. And what about that thing? Those things can't, when I say the word supernatural, those things can't happen under man's laws of nature. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. I've
1: had so many things like that happen to me. So yes, I can totally relate.
0: Well, so have I. And, you know, in other words, I've challenged those beliefs over and over and over again using my universal law of free will Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) and and i've come to the conclusion over my lifetime that there is supernatural stuff going on and it's not of the matrix there is no place you can okay for example things that happen what people seem to think is supernaturally or ai controlled over the over the internet mm-hmm. or using technology like what you were just telling me earlier about you know you and i were, were getting ready to talk and you clicked yeah. on your facebook and sure enough there's something that we just said seconds ago but you hadn't seen it yet but now yeah. it's there right yeah, yeah. that's manipulated yeah That's not that's that's AI.
1: AI manipulated. AI. Like, for example, Lori, have you ever heard of love bombing someone? Love bombing. Yeah. Have you ever heard that expression before? I've never heard that expression before. And I just listened to a few podcasts the last few nights and I heard about love bombing. And I'm like, what a new concept. I've never heard this before. Now, everywhere I go, all I'm seeing is love bombing and memes about love bombing. So Every time it's like, did this even exist before before I found it or before I heard about it? And I asked my family, they've never heard about it. So that's why I wanted to ask you. But I mean, those kinds of things happen all the time, right? Actually, I think that's a
0: pretty old term that's kind yeah? of been re reignited or oh, whatever. You. I've heard of um, photo bombing, but never love bombing. Well, it's the same concept. Yeah. I mean bombing. Mm-hmm. You didn't, it didn't exist before you knew it.
1: In, in my in my reality. No, in <laughs> no.
0: anybody's reality,
1: nothing mm-hmm. exists before you know it. And then all of a sudden, it's everywhere. And you know, well, like you hear a new word that you've never heard before. And then all of a sudden, you hear that you word 10 times every day. And it's like, where did that come from? Doesn't that happen? Okay. it happen all
0: the time? I can equate that to another phenomenon that a lot of people have witnessed in their lifetimes. And that's numbers phenomenons, mm-hmm. like yeah, phenomena like eleven, eleven. Yeah, one, two, three, four. Yeah, seven, seven, seven. All nine, these numbers that nine, someone nine that, eleven. Yeah, yeah. So all these numbers that someone recognizes a uh, repetition forming, and then it becomes okay. Am I am I looking at the clock because I'm suspecting it's eleven, eleven, or it, does it happen because it does it happen because I looked or did I look because it happened? Yeah. That kind of thing. And so yeah. that's kind of how reality is full, self-fulfilling all the time. Yeah, I did that and this morning. I
1: was, I just, I was about to open my eyes and I said, I wonder what time it is. It must be around eight o'clock and I turn on my iPad and it's exactly eight o'clock. So was it eight o'clock anyway, or did I just make it be eight o'clock? Like,
0: it's well, I don't know, because we all have an in- inter- internal
1: clock. Yeah, we do. But that accurate <laughs> to the minute. And this happens so many times, like even if I have to get up in the middle of the night to go use the bathroom and I'm always thinking, okay, I wonder what time it is. And, and then when I turn on, because I have the iPad next to me and that's how I see what time it is and of course an airplane mode. And then when I turn it on, I'm always like within minutes, I know exactly what time it is, even in the deepest sleep, which is amazing, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I've had that phenomenon a lot myself. And yeah. I, I just equate it to uh, an internal clock. But I also think that our, our every moment of our lives is, is recorded and probably already happened. And all of that mumbo jumbo that a lot of people either believe in or think is complete hooey Mm -hmm. and that's why you and i have talked about a couple of times lately we've both been down every rabbit hole that exists some of them we have gone ahead and taken the the shovel and filled them back in never to go there again yeah (laughs) and and others others you know we we've connected the The rabbit warrens, the trails between several of the rabbit holes, and so on, to over expound on an analogy. But the bottom line is, because so much of this stuff is self fulfilling prophecy, we both have come to the same conclusion at about the same time that a a lot of this fear mongering stuff that we've both been guilty of doing, yeah, we've both fallen prey to. Absolutely is part of the problem that is fulfilling what it is we don't want to have happen. Yeah, that's that's a and, big concern for me. This is one of the reasons why I stepped back from Facebook. Well, my, myself included. I mean, yeah. I rarely post very much anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I will post something that I deeply research, not to scare anybody, but just to make them aware. Yeah, you know, yeah. This, this is stuff that's happening out there with other people, the demonic,
1: controlling,
0: snidely whiplash, hate human people.
1: No, I just wanted to say, like, you know, something that I mentioned to you, I think, a couple of weeks ago was that seeing, like, when I read these stories and bad news and what's going to happen and all of these things, like, for example, so many of the people. believe in the conspiracy theories and then they're all repeating over and over again that you know we'll have nothing and we'll be happy but the more we repeat these things the more we are manifesting it right so that's why i've stopped saying this i've stopped repeating these things it just becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy and we're doing it to ourselves so now my thing is whenever i see any kind of news or i see anything from klaus schwab or the who or anything or about the monkeypox or whatever I just say, like, really firmly inside my mind, I do not consent. Or a lot of times out loud, I do not consent. So, you know, this is not my reality. This will not be my reality. And I see all these friends, they've just accepted all these things as facts. This is what's going to happen. We're going to be in this huge prison and we'll have nothing and we'll be starving and we'll have no money. And they'll have complete control and there'll be a chip in our brain. And without it, we won't be able to buy or sell or anything. But... I do not consent. I, I don't want, I'm not going to be a part of this and I'm not going to be part of manifesting this for my future. And the only way you can do that is to step away
0: from all this. because I, the more I agree. You know, I yeah. agree. And here's kind of why I, why I'm backing off of it myself is it's not that it's all this business about, you know, frequency and low frequency and fear and high frequency and hope and all all that jargon, your own life, all by yourself life. Yes. You're surrounded by people. You're surrounded by workers and jobs and public and family and the whole thing. Okay. But each one of us has our own sense of self and happiness and sadness and all those things so you have to think what is my default mode i want to have What does my default face look like yeah <laughs> sort of question myself several times when i'm doing in the middle of you know hyper focus doing some kind of work or project or creating something or fixing something and i suddenly laugh and say I bet my default face looks really stupid right now. <laughs> <laughs> I can just see it. <laughs> okay. So I'm cognizant of what it, what is my default, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and I want my default as much as possible to be uh, calm and blissful and mm-hmm. happy and, or at least not any of the negatives. Okay. Yeah. And so I think that you have to be cognizant of that in order to control that. Yeah. And that's part of the universal law of free will. I, yeah. I want to use my free will to live a good, my good best life or whatever. One of the reasons why I think so many of the truth people mm-hmm. who I am loaded with as friends on Facebook, loaded Neither. Yeah. Okay, one of the reasons why I think they're sounding the alarm over and over and over again, which I've I've been doing for over oh, 15 years, yeah, me too, is because they're awa- they're aware that there are so many, for the lack of another term, we'll just call them NPCs, okay because yeah. yeah. you know, I've been admonished for using that term. And that's a whole nother conversation as to whether somebody has any other role in this earth construct than to be an NPC. I just don't know. It hasn't Mm -hmm. anything to do with ego or I'm better than or I'm I'm probably an NPC, too. I may just have leveled up a little bit. Compared yeah, we were to talking about of... this the other day. Like what yeah. if we
1: are all NPC or NPCs or AIs in the end, then and, and what's what's going, but Laurie, let me ask you this. Um, I'm in this group, it's a simulation theory group. And somebody said they just noticed that they've never seen their neighbors taking in groceries. And I started thinking about that. Like, okay, you see people in the supermarket buying stuff, maybe sometimes friends or acquaintances that you know, but have you ever seen your neighbors Taking groceries inside?
0: Well, one or two I have, and it's uh-huh. only because they don't park in their garage. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Most people pull their car in the garage, the garage go- door goes down, and that's when they unload the groceries or the packages or whatever it was they got out on their errand trip. Yeah. And, but it's interesting that if you're a little older, like I am, you grew up in a, and you grew up in a normal neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Most people didn't have garages in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. They had carports and you parked your car under the carport, but it was open. And so you saw people yeah. coming and going. Yeah. And most people today there, if unless there are people who do their own lawn or gardening or working out in the yard, Breaking leaves, whatever it is they're doing, they don't they don't communicate with their neighbors very much. No, they their funny. their car is in the garage. They come out of the house, they get in the car, they go somewhere, and then they pull the car back in the garage and go back in the house. And they're not out in the yard. I mean, when I was growing up, the kids were all out in the yards. The parents were out, all you know talking mm-hmm. over the fence or saying hi to the neighbor or hanging out the laundry or burning the garbage at the burning barrel or, or whatever, because that was the way life was. Yeah. So today we don't have that communication.
1: And where are the kids now? Do you see kids outside playing, riding their bikes? Actually
0: it's actually bizarre. Uh, uh, Some people, a family moved in next to me that the kids stay with the dad part time and they they're out, playing basketball or playing football on the street. And it's like, wow, that I haven't seen this in 30, 40 years. It's insane. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I mean, it's noticeable that there's these kids out in the street. uh, Cause I remember playing in the street myself and if a car was coming down the street, it was almost like playing chicken yeah. <laughs> you just you you wanted to not move or you moved a little like go around you're you're interrupting yeah. our football game or be- baseball game or whatever it was we we're doing. But I your point is that so much of life what goes on behind closed doors and in people's homes we don't see and don't recognize. People don't have their windows open anymore. You don't hear the family arguments inside. You don't hear the TV playing. You know, uh, lots of things that made a community, a neighborhood, a neighborhood that so made us human, humans. Everybody seems like an NPC because yeah. you just see these little bits and parts and pieces of their activities. Yeah, yeah. that's true. But but here here's the deal, okay? Ninety percent of our our uh, interaction with people seems to be happening now on social media rather yeah. than in real life face-to-face In in Western countries. Anyway, will put it, put it that way in the old days, the life was more like Andy Mayberry or leave it to beaver or father knows best or any of those shows. That was how life was.
2: Yeah.
0: And now it's this completely different thing. And the more that that happens, it's another self-fulfilling prophecy. The more that that happens, the farther apart we get on a face-to-face basis, the yeah. more isolated we become, the more we look to social media for companionship and and community grown itself into that's the way it is now. Right. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: And, and people are uncomfortable going back the other way. People used to have house parties all the time, have company over for dinner dinner. Um, yeah you know, cookouts and all that. They don't have that as much anymore because that kind of came to a screeching halt because of the pandemic, so to speak. And 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 I've heard umpteen reports from different voices, just like you hear those things from the, you know, the TV where they say all these different people saying the same thing. on every different broadcast and somebody puts them together as a compilation and they're all just repeating the same thing well now the repeating theme is it's not over yeah i've heard it over the last week i bet you a hundred times it's not over okay so they have no intention of letting us get back to any kind of you know, normalcy. This is the new normal. They said it at the beginning and they already knew that they were right.
2: Yeah.
0: So I and I don't intend to manifest anymore into this matrix thing. The only reason why there it should be concern by by those who are fear mongering it over and over for the reason of waking other people up is because they do realize there's so many, such a high percentage of people out there who just don't give a crap yeah. at all about any of it coming, okay? But
1: Lori, let me ask you this. So you've been at it for 15 years, and you know my husband and I for many years as well. How many people have you actually woken up?
0: Quite a few. Oh, that's but good. Not a But not any kind of percentage like I, I would have hoped. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons why I say quite a few is because I'm counting people who used to say I was a complete nut (laughs) to now, after years of remembering all of the things that I told them about, now they realize I was right. Mm. So I consider that part of who I have captured into the sort of wake-up call well, because that's cool, if mean, they that's never awesome. yeah if they never would have heard me or anybody say any of those things I don't think they would have recognized it when it happened or that's when they really when they got it
1: no that's great to know because you know sometimes I just feel like we're just preaching to the choir and that there's no new people that are actually listening to what we have to say this this has been my experience anyway but like my husband says you can't be a prophet in your own home so definitely our friends and family just think we're nuts like if they would listen to this podcast they would go my god she's crazier than i thought
0: (laughs) (laughs) well okay so if you if you look at it from back back to the beginning of our conversation about about it being a construct and a matrix and a sub matrix and so on yeah and even considering both you and I watched you told me oh you got to watch free guy yeah. and I watched it and I I actually paid to watch it because it wasn't on any of the streaming services that I had and I watched it like two and a half times wow. just to make sure I got all the nuances.
2: Mm -hmm. and
0: yes it is predictive programming Mm -hmm. to the or revelation of the method kind of programming and the reason why i say that is because there's enough people out there that had already been talking about we live in a simulation but they're thinking of like the kind of simulation that mankind has constructed Mm-hmm. Like the metaverse kind of simulation. Yeah. Okay. Where we live is way beyond any of our ability to construct. Okay. Yeah. Because in a simulation, like a video game, for example, where you have to make choices about what's going on and so on and so on, you do realize that you're in a sim mm-hmm. of, of some sort. Okay. And when you get hurt or get banged on the head or shot or whatever, you don't die in the simulation. In this yeah. one, this construct, you do. Yeah. You, you can, you can bleed and be killed and, and so on. And so it's kind of like in the movie, The Matrix. Yeah. Where if you die in this, in The Matrix, you die in the chair, hooked up to The Matrix. Right, and then, what do you think happens next? This is all programming, okay? Construct mm-hmm. or simulation or however you want to put it together and call it. If it's a co- if it's all coding, which both construct and a simulation require coding, okay? It's all programs. It's all, you know, hardware, software, apps, so on, so on. Okay, mm-hmm. then the people they were calling NPCs only have a limited amount of programming. Mm -hmm. They are not programmed to do anything outside their programming. And so you could tell them about the sun, moon and stars, life, the universe and everything, as you know it, as you've discovered it, if it's outside of the programming that they already have inside of them, they, it's not that they will not get it. They cannot get it yeah because their programming prevents them in other words if you say to someone who believes we live on a spinning globe flying through space that no we live in some kind of a flat simulated construct whatever okay but it's not that spinning globe flying through space they would immediately shut down because in their code in their programming it comes written, you know, a, a, an error message yeah, yeah. pops up. Yeah. Okay, yeah, four hundred one or four four one, whatever you know, <laughs> error code. Yeah, and they're they're they are they they can not process it. So there's no sense even trying to worry about those people. But Lori, and just like just
1: like with, could... the, with the chemtrails, you know, you point it out to people and they actually see clouds. They don't see the chemtrails and they think we're crazy. So are these people actually seeing something completely different, or their programming well, how would doesn't, you... doesn't allow them how to see? How would you
0: exactly? know? You
1: don't know. I mean, how I would, would love you... to see that. I would love to get into someone's eyes, and and like really, those are natural clouds that you see the same as when you were a child. But people really. Well, okay,
0: let let's look at it like this okay there's two ways to see something one is through your own eyes by observation and the other is through either photographic or video capture okay now if you showed somebody a video or a photograph of chemtrails you know they are seeing the same thing you're seeing okay But if you're standing out in the yard and you point up and go, look at those chemtrails, you don't know what they're processing. I can't help how how other people are processing information because I don't know what their coding is. I don't know what apps they have loaded up. I don't know if they're capable of downloading anything. i got to go back to, okay, what's my default? (laughs) I need to get back to my default face. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why on my Facebook, for example, or doing these podcasts, I just put out things I think and things I've researched and things I've come to a conclusion or something on my mind. And I just put it out there to the universe and then I'm done. I have no further responsibility in it. Yeah. If somebody stumbles upon it, you know, on a podcast platform or on my Facebook or whatever, And they want to ask me a question like you have many times, I will answer and and I'll say when I don't know or that's as far as I got down the trail or that's as much as I've researched. If they want to say you're an idiot (laughs) and uh, or any don't read or any of that crap, then I just smile and just uh, we're done. Delete, delete, delete. Well, it, I, I don't even need to delete them anymore because they're everywhere. There, yeah. are, Those people are everywhere. Yeah.
1: Lori, as far as your information, because one thing is our programming, but don't you find that, especially for you, because when I ask you stuff, like you just intuitively are able to answer all these difficult questions that I've had for you. So like where did these answers come from because okay i know you research a lot and everything but it's almost like you're channeling this information or it's coming from a higher being like your knowledge is coming from somewhere don't you find that
0: yes and no but i can answer that two ways one is i have excellent retrieval into every file cabinet in my brain that is true and very- so for some reason, I mean, I don't have that photographic or that really rare one. Well, they remember every single thing of every moment of their whole life,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but I I do have excellent retrieval more often than not. My answers come out and I can equate, I can give it to no other source than the Holy spirit
2: mm-hmm.
0: because I don't half the time I don't even know that I know stuff. Yeah, I it's mean I, it's not something I've researched. It's not something that I've, you know, thought about in detail. But it comes so quickly as it's coming out of my mouth, you know, out of my brain. I can tell that it's not coming from it. It's it's like almost like an a super intelligent AI brain is is answering the question. And I know that I know, but I don't know how I know. Yeah. And so part of it is, you know, very quick ability to connect dots of information that I have in all those file cabinets.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Most of the time I attribute it to the Holy Spirit, which is the only reason why I keep doing this. Mm-hmm. Because I, I could just as easily never do another podcast, never do another recording, never answer another question from anybody. Don't and do that to us. To, and keep it all to myself. No, that's not fair. That, that's not your mission. That's not why you're here. Well, well I mean, obviously I am given some kind, of, whether you want to call it a gift or a program or right. an app or how, however you want to label it, I'm given something that allows for me to think through things differently than other people. And, and you also, you're I, also
1: able to capture little tiny details. Like, you know, you could watch a show and you will catch a small detail that everyone else might overlook, but you will
0: see it. Correct? Well, that's the creator type in me. Yeah. I mean, that's a special app unto itself because that cross references is a lot of other things about my my. Personality and my temperament and my intelligence and and all those combined, and that is I do work backwards a lot. I I I if I need to fix something or repair something or create something, I have to see the image of it at the end and then reverse engineer it, so to speak.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then I can then I can reverse back and go forward and. Yeah and fix it. So yeah. my brain works that way on a lot of other things. So why not information? And Lori, like how do you so think many that- people forget so many things they've ever learned in their life? I mean, most people forget most things. Yeah, that's me. For sure. That's why
1: we can rewatch the shows over and over again. After a year, we can just watch it over. We don't have to watch new shows because who remembers what happened? I wish I had a brain <laughs> like that. But Lori, well, how do you how do you think other people would be able to tune into this? Like, you know, do you like turn inwards or just kind of open your mind? Like, what can people do? Now it sounds
0: like I'm interviewing you. Sorry, but well, it's it just, okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm I'm cool with that. Just so sadly, you know, sadly, my answer is um, I don't know how other people can can do it, and and it's it, there are certain things in life you can learn. Like you can learn how to draw or you can learn how to, you know, build things, fix things or whatever. You can learn if someone will teach you and you have enough brain cells put together to to accumulate the information and remember it. You have to have an interest in it to start with. Anything you want to learn that takes effort, you, you have to be interested in exercising those muscles, so to speak, Yeah, but I I think everybody's coded just slightly differently for a reason, you know. Mm -hmm. Just like why would God make so many kinds of species of birds and insects and plants and rocks and whole everything? Okay, but Lori, those those all just came out of the God's decree. Well, but sure they did. because God's a creator that's what he is that's his Mm -hmm. most important thing and I say he and sorry it he them don't get bogged down in that and years ago I read uh, a book called please understand me too as in the Roman numerals too Mm -hmm. yeah and it's about the Myers-Briggs temperament testing and all that stuff and I was introduced to this because uh, a, a counselor person that I went to told me that I had ADD and that I needed to learn about how to cope with that and, you know, da, da, da. Well, of course, that was my introduction to the whole ADD thing. And, of course, when anybody tells you that you're, there's a reason why you're different than other people,
2: mm-hmm. you, go,
0: you embrace it you say, Oh, thank God. I thought I was just, you know, something wrong with me. And so someone else now has determined what's wrong with me. And maybe this is a helpful thing to learn, which is all bullshit. Okay. Mm -hmm. There is a reason why we have like about the birds, there's birds with blue feathers, yellow feathers, red feathers, black feathers. Think about it. Yeah. Why would, why would there need to be all those kinds of birds when, They all are competing for insects and nuts and berries yeah. and whatever. So I think every single human being has different combinations of code that mm-hmm. they're good good at or bad at or whatever. And in this Myers-Briggs testing concept, okay, they come down to 16 types of people that you can break those down into four major st- break those up into four major types Mm -hmm. so you've got four major types of people and there's four groups of those now we're getting down and we've got 16 subgroups of people okay Mm -hmm. and of those subgroups of people there might be in one group 60 percent of the entire population Mm -hmm. and in another group over here there may be they may represent one percent of the population Mm -hmm. So there must be a need for a whole lot of these and not a whole lot of these. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Okay. And so if everybody was the same, nobody would want to do the mundane shit. Okay. And if everybody was totally an intellect, it would be an entirely different construct, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So, then you kind of look at that whole idea of NPCs. Well, maybe they're just coded for a certain purpose. We need a lot of those to make the masses, the, you know, the world work. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nothing, absolutely zero demeaning about that at all.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Because it's this that same construct is in so many other things like insects, ants, termites they have you know drones they have one queen they have you know worker bee they got it's all organized that way yeah. on purpose yeah so why would humans be any different yeah yeah it makes sense all right and so mm-hmm. the answer to your question in the long and convoluted way i just mm-hmm. said it is the construct needs a lot of different kinds of people if we had way too many of these and not enough of those we would have a different construct wouldn't we yeah maybe a better one but maybe better yeah it is what it is right and of course maybe it's been highly manipulated to, to uh, construct way too many of these on purpose you know i find it really hard when people say well they're trying to kill us they're trying to kill us all Well, I'm not so sure that they're trying to control everybody and that they're trying to kill off all the, you know, this whole Aryan race concept, Nazi Aryan race concept of all the weak ones, all the dumb ones, all the blah, blah, blah. Because you know what? They're not necessarily killing off the dumb ones. There's plenty of those. Yeah. Yeah. And if you, if you really wanted to kill off the dumb ones, why did you wait so long? <laughs> Good point. Okay. Well, yeah. think about it. I yeah, mean, if, cool. if, uh, how long was World War II ago? Yeah. When, when they came up with the whole Nazi camps and, you know, killing off the weak. Yeah. Well, they've had, what is it? 70 years? Yeah kill off a whole or or stop from even breeding a yeah. whole lot more people but and then all the population pop- keeps growing yeah and then they
1: keep talking about population control but you know since the 60s but yet the population keeps growing it's almost eight billion now so if they really wanted to control us couldn't they
0: well sure i mean think about china did the one child project yeah. how long ago yeah why are they building smart cities Yeah. To to house, you know, hundreds of thousands of people in one little stack and pack. Yeah. Why are they why are they building all of this infrastructure to to monitor, control, ID, blah, blah, blah. Why are they why are they spending all of that money when they could if they really just wanted to kill us, they'd just kill us. Yeah. But also,
1: we talked about this before, too. Are there really eight billion people in the construct? We don't know.
0: No, but why are they counting them? I, I guess mean, may- if- maybe just to make us
1: feel like, you know, there are not enough resources and um, the scarcity. Well, of course, there's not enough
0: resources if you just keep dumping garage doors and plastic bottles and I know. and tearing houses yeah. down to build back better and putting yeah. it all. What, what are you doing with all that crap? I know. Instead of build back better, why aren't you fixing shit up? yeah exactly. Uh, and and so you know you know and of course this goes into my research of Jacques Fresco and a resource based economy and the Venus project and all yeah. of that it, strangely enough what i thought was a really interesting concept that was you know interesting enough for me to go to venus florida and tour the facility and spend several hours sitting there talking with jacques fresco and Roxanne and was because it was very utopian but Mm -hmm. not in the kind of way that is boring it was all based on the conservation of resources in the equal use of resources and the you know understanding of what resources we have and how do we keep from you know abusing the world and so on and now that same concept is being it's been hijacked to be the World Economic Forum's yeah. new project, right? Only yeah. instead of everybody doing it voluntarily, which is was the Jacques Fresco version, yeah. Now it's by force. Exactly. But at the same time, then why are you keep trying to sell me new shit? I know why you keep manufacturing more crap. I know. Why you keep marketing purple socks instead of red socks or just all white socks why okay so well because people want choices well you know what if you want blue socks dye them yourself okay (laughs) yeah you we could do a whole hell of a lot better with the resources but that's not even what it's about the resources being controlled i mean when i was a kid no one would ever have dreamed that you would be buying bottles of water. I know. eh? Okay. No one would ever dreamed that you would be buying an air purifier machine to put in your house. Yeah. Okay. On and on and on. The whole idea of this control thing is not necessarily about killing us because they could do that if they wanted. I mean, really think about it who would be able to stop them at the degree that we already are now who would be able to stop mass killing of people with you know let's just say vaccines okay look how many people got in line and volunteered to get one yeah fine go ahead just don't make me do it it's real simple
2: Mm -hmm.
0: okay and then and then that's where people drew the line you can have all the vaccines you want, but you don't get to make me do it, all right? Exactly, okay. And even when you think about how many people there are in the world, if you use that eight and a half, nine billion figure, you literally could put everybody in the world in Alaska or Texas yeah. or Central Park, basically, it would and, all and fit not, in Central Park. yeah, and not. Uh, of course, you know, that wouldn't be living, but I mean, you could stand them all in there. Yeah. But in Texas, you'd have 1500 square feet a person. Wow. Okay. And that's on just the ground. That's not going up. Yeah. Okay. So we know that there's plenty of land that has never even been touched. We know that there's plenty of resources and we know that we don't have to rape, pillage and plunder the earth. We don't have to dig up the old trees to find the old oil and coal that used to be the trees and you, you know, that that in and of itself might freak out a whole bunch of people that mm. i even believe that it, all of the mountains and the rocks used to be trees of or course. or large scale things yeah and that were all built on top of it but yeah. that's how you would build a construct wouldn't you exactly Why would you start over with an entirely new construct? You would just tear down the old construct, just like you would tear down the city in a metaverse. And you would build right back on top of the same platform. Why wouldn't you do that? Why you got to start all over from scratch? Okay. Well, so anyway, that's a whole nother rabbit hole. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, my point is, I, I don't think anybody's trying to kill me. I definitely think that, that there are people there or people and organizations and NGOs and governments and Snidley whiplashes out there, Klaus Schwabs out there, who would be happy to let you kill yourself with the poisons they produce if you yeah. want. Okay. Yeah. But I don't think anybody's forcing anybody right now to be killed. No. Whether you I even mean- want to call it slow kill
1: method or not. I mean, if you look at, you know, our, of course, our food is all poisoned and the air and the water, but you still have a choice. You don't have sure. to go to the supermarket and buy the cheapest, crappiest processed food. You don't have to buy that. That's your choice. So we do have choices. We do have options. And universal
0: and... law of free will is still intact. Exactly.
1: exactly. You don't have to drink the bottled water, or the poisoned tap water from your tap. There are still options. So we're, you know, yeah, they're trying to. Destroy our health because it's huge business, right? Yeah, because so they, they want make us back sick and reliant on the system. That's right. absolutely true. But you have a choice,
0: as always. And so do the NPCs. Everybody. Yeah. It's not just the intelligent people or the awakened or the woke or any of that. It's the people who are either have given up and and don't have the the energy or the gumption to avoid the poisons that they're, you know, producing for people to buy. It's all about whether you buy it or not. Yeah. And that's where you, you we go back to where you said earlier, you know, I do not consent. Well, you know, I don't consent to put crap in my mouth that I don't want. And that I think is bad for me. Exactly. On the other hand, there's things I do consume that I know damn good and well are bad for me, but I'm I'm human, I'm fallible. It's your choice, yeah. But, but I'm making the choice to do it and I can make yeah. the choice to stop doing it anytime I want to. Yeah. And like in The Matrix, okay, you got the scene with the guy deciding to go back into the juicy steak and all that, deciding mm-hmm. to go back into The Matrix or not and continue to eat the goop, they call yeah. it, okay, which is, has all the essential... Vitamins, minerals, blah blah blah, whatever. Okay, there's more choices than that. Yeah, See, that's what's yeah. really stupid. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they don't have sunlight and and arable land to grow vegetables and crops, and but they could raise animal. They could do. They could produce their own food. They don't have well, to eat the goop. It isn't everything. Isn't just an A or B choice. Exactly. And so that's the way I look at it with this whole you know great reset world economic forum blah blah okay they can't do this by themselves and they haven't been doing it by themselves they've had the 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 benefit of all that those that they have trained and all of those that they have infiltrated into governments and ngos and corporations and all of that stuff Those people are all in. They're all in on the Great Reset, and that's what they want. That's the choice they've made using their universal law of free will, okay? And you know what? I'm okay with you guys having that if you want to have that.
2: Yeah.
0: If you want to take half the world and make your Great Reset experiment, Mm -hmm. okay, which is all it could be at this point because it hasn't happened yet, and they haven't done it yet. There has never been, there've been tons of utopias proposed, but n- never, never has one been created and lasted. I mean, when I, when I was a big teenager, you know, they, they, there were lots of people who had communes. Yeah. And that was a big, the big experiment back in the hippie days. You know, let's ha- let's make a commune and, or commune, however you want to say it. And there was one that was nearby where I lived that was a pretty good sized commune. And they were very successful, actually, Mm -hmm. until they went too far into capitalism to support themselves and to become less, you know, worried about having enough resources. So that's what kind of ruined it. But it, it it was very successful for quite some time. All I, all I want is if y'all want to make this experiment of the Great Reset and this, you know, this, the control and the economy and, and all that stuff, set yourself up a big plot. I don't care whether it's Africa or, you know, Australia or Canada, but everybody has to agree that that's what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And and y'all just do it there. And on leave us small, alone. <laughs> yeah, on your on whatever scale you can manage it. Yeah. If you want and if it grows, grow it. I don't care. Yeah. But leave us someplace where it's a no-go zone for your, you know, reset crap. Exactly. And I mean, like you, I'm happy to go back
1: and live on a farm and raise my own animals and raise my own food and live outside the system. I'm happy to do that and to give up, you know, all the luxuries and the comforts of modern day society. I just want to be left alone. I don't want any of this digital ID and all of this crap forced on me. I just want me and my family to be left alone. I'm sure you feel the same, right? Sure.
0: I mean, I will never go in the metaverse. No, I will. I ne- not I don't care how many years goes by how far into the future we go i am completely satisfied with the construct that god made yeah i haven't even discovered an iota of it yet yeah do you know what i mean yeah i haven't traveled everywhere i haven't seen everything i haven't witnessed and observed and felt smelled touched seen I haven't done that to just, I mean, a minuscule part of the earth. (laughs) So I mean, in the rest of my life, if I started trying to witness and observe everything there is in the construct already, the natural construct, I could never do it. So why would I want to, I mean, I'm not a lazy person. I don't want to sit in a chair and become a fat hooked up yeah. slob machine like the humans in Wally. Uh, and, yeah, I'm not interested yeah. in that. Yeah, There's not enough in it for me. I yeah, I like to be entertained as much as the next person. Yeah. But suffice it to say that if I never had another book or movie or anything to entertain me outside of my own head. I could completely live the rest of my life self entertaining.
2: Yeah, that's a great quality.
0: I'm I'm serious about that. Yeah, because I, you know, I can create something out of nothing. I have this wonderful memory when I was a kid. We had these little, these little kind of like matchbox cars, but it was before those came along. I mean, we're talking back in the '60s. We were at my grandparents' house. They lived on a 77-acre farm in southern Illinois. We took these cars down into the woods, and we found this these big boulders, giant granite boulders that were covered with this beautiful green moss. And we literally hand-plucked out all the moss in, to make a, a racetrack for these wow. little for these little cars. Okay. Mm-hmm and cleaned it all down to this nice highway slick surface, you know, down, but the rock was angled just enough that all you had to do was let them go at the top mm-hmm. and they went down the track and it was curved and it was, you know, jumpy bumpy and the whole thing. And th- then they sailed off <laughs> the end of the rock <laughs> and you had to go down the hill and get them and come oh, back absolutely. up and do the whole thing over again. We spent hours and hours building building the road and pulling out all the right moss and blah 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 so and fun. and and entertaining ourselves yeah uh, you know
1: yeah i totally get it i grew up the same way and even my Kids son don't was do somewhere. that yeah no not anymore I remember when my son was little and you know, he had all these nice expensive toys and we wanted to give him everything. And his favorite thing was a bottle cap, taking a bottle and taking the bottle cap off the bottle, putting it back on the bottle. I mean, this would keep him entertained for hours. <laughs> we could go on these long car drives and he would just play with the bottle cap. <laughs> and just... So, I mean, that's what we kind of need to, so maybe this great reset will be one on both sides where, you know, if they do leave us alone, where we can go back to appreciating the simple things, instead of like, look at the kids now. It's just their minds are on overload, like sensory overload, constantly, right? Like, if something is boring, then two seconds later they have to do something else. They have no attention span. I mean, we're just heading down like a really, really rocky road right now. And and well, where, where can this lead? It's not going to be. It's not going to be leading to anything good or productive for humanity.
0: Well, like you said, and I agree. But like you said, if they just leave us alone, see, yeah. that's the part that's the problem. Yeah. Is because I don't see much in the plans of we're going to leave certain people alone if they don't want to comply. No. And they yeah. don't want to be a part of this yeah. because the attitude is you don't know what's good for you and you don't know what's good for the earth. And yeah. we have made the decision collectively and unilaterally that this is what's best for for everybody, right because we keep yeah. hearing that common good and all of that yeah. stuff. Yeah. And you know we don't we can't let you use resources that we need for the collective. Yeah, And we, you know, and we can't let you use land and space and, and out there because there's resources on it that the collective needs. You see how the mentality works. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But like I said, even if they just, if Texas would fit everybody in the world and not that I love Texas or anything, but we'll just use it as an example. Yeah. Then just give us Texas. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it, it, out of the millions of square miles of land out there, yeah, no. If our experiment fails, which it can't fail, no. because why? Because that's it. That was the way the world was before you guys changed it. Exactly. It what it wasn't failing, except yeah. for consumerism. Exactly. That's the part that you guys set up for who us do, to fall prey to. Us. Enslave right. us completely. Yeah. You gave us the need and the want and the desire for all this stuff. Yeah. I am so not a consumer, it's unbelievable. Okay. Yeah. I see the Amazon and the FedEx trucks running around my neighborhood all the time delivering to people every day. And I'm like, oh, I wonder what they got. Yeah. And the reason why i think that is because hardly ever does one of them stop at my house yeah they're they're in my house every day okay i'm not i'm a non-consumer it's part of my makeup okay i grew up i grew up on that going to that farm that i was talking about every single summer and you know every break we had and my grandmother was a non-consumer when yeah. we went into town to go to the store she bought sugar flour things like that to make yeah. stuff with right yeah yeah maybe some feed for s- chickens or whatever but they raised everything to man- you know to manage everything already yeah. you know it's the closed loop kind of situation i s- saw her wash off a piece of pieces of aluminum foil wash them with the yeah. dishes and fold them up and put them back in the drawer to be used yeah. again for something else. Isn't that amazing? And saving the bacon grease to yeah. use for something else. And, yeah. and you know, it, it it was recycling and upcycling and, and all that. I grew up with that know, and it made a ton it, of sense. But today it it's like, eh, yeah. scrape it down the garbage disposal, yeah. put it in the trash bag and eh, it wasn't, put
1: it in the garbage. it's terrible. It's terrible. When my husband's um, mom came to visit us, we were living in New Zealand and she came to visit us and she took all the like sour cream and yogurt containers, washed them out and put them in her suitcase. She took them back to Hungary and we were like, what is she doing? But you know, people who survived the wars and and, you know, in Hungary, there the Great Depression and, yeah. and the Great Depression and all these things. And and we're kind of heading back towards this way again. And I think it's really important. And now I'm really getting to that point, like even with the kids, when they're throwing away the food, it's like, mm, I don't like that. You know, it's like what's going to happen a year from now when there's not going to be that much food and we're wasting all this stuff. Like I, do, I really don't like wasting. We do. We do buy way too much stuff. And my husband's a bit of a hoarder, but. I don't like wasting stuff. I don't like throwing stuff away. I like reusing stuff, giving it away or making other uses for it. I think that's really important. And I think that's really important for us to learn at this point in time because of the prices and everything that's happening and coming. I think it really is a lesson for us to learn to appreciate these things once again.
0: Yeah, because it does take effort to put seeds in dirt and put yeah. make sure they get watered and let the plants grow and then pull the leaves off and eat them for salad or whatever,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, or raising chickens or whatever you know you have, whatever the deal is. And it, you know, it's not like we have to go off into the woods and do the hunting, hunting, and gathering, even though people still do that because they mm-hmm. choose to, yeah. But the convenience, and that is where they got, they got everybody hooked, was the the convenience and and they played to the natural laziness of most humans.
1: And I think most people would not give up the convenience, even if it meant giving up their freedom. Like if I had to choose, I like convenience, I like my life. But if I have to choose my freedom or convenience, I will choose freedom every single time. Me and, too.
0: Have and start from scratch me too yeah. and 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 be happy about it because yeah. i would have i would have put my default face on <laughs> and said this is this is what you got to do now in order yeah. to keep your freedom yeah. you know you you got to go hose some dirt and you got to feed some chickens and gather some eggs and I don't care if you got to make some clothes out of cloth sacks or whatever they, what they feed sacks or whatever they did. But way back when, you know, in my opinion, that's where we're all down to is making those choices. And they're not going to be easy choices. Most people I think would not choose what you and I chose. They wouldn't because they don't value the freedom that the way that we do.
1: No. And especially the young people. They are so hooked on the technology, the convenience, everything. They would never give it up, ever. Well,
0: because freedom freedom is such a, an abstract concept to someone who doesn't even understand there's a reason to be free. Yeah. I mean, do you know what I mean? I do. I mean, if you had to make a choice between being able to say what you wanted to say and think what you wanted to think and go where you wanted to go those are kind of the three things that people constitute as freedom yeah and you can extrapolate those out in a million ways but it's think say and and movement those those three things of of freedom okay yeah. A lot of people. How many times did we hear when the internet, when it, when Snowden came out with all the, oh, their tracking everything, everything you're listening to, everything you're on 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 the internet or your voicemails or your emails or whatever? And a lot of people instantly said, "Well, if you don't have anything to hide, you you know exactly so what? So yeah. what yeah. about the privacy, right? Yeah, and." For most people, it really isn't about hiding anything. But at the same time, not all of us, you know, are evil and have things we'd like to hide. But not all of us are so social that we'd like everybody to know everything about everything. But, you know,
1: this is normal now, too, because on Facebook, people are sharing like their most intimate things, like especially some of the groups. It oh, just blows my me. mind. They'll post like, you know, private text messages from their husband and from their children. And, and they're sharing this information with complete, total strangers. And this has become normal. So for people like this to say, oh, someone's listening to your phone
0: calls. So what? Right? It's like they're sharing it all willingly. They would actually be proud someone cared enough to yeah. listen to their phone <laughs> calls. <least> someone's listening. <laughs> <laughs> no one
1: listens to me at home. <laughs> But that's crazy. I mean, for example, you know, if my husband started going through my phone, he could. There's nothing on my phone. I don't you know, I don't have any friends that he doesn't know about. I'm not having affairs or anything. But the fact that he would go through my phone would make me feel really violated. So I think it's that kind of an issue that Uh it's not that you're doing anything bad or you have anything to hide. But how dare anyone invade
0: your privacy in that manner? I
1: do not consent.
0: <laughs> well, well there you go. It. I mean, you have a diminished amount of privacy when you share a home with anybody. Yeah. Whether it's a husband and wife or family member or grandma, whoever, you know, you, you you have diminished privacy when when you live around other people. And yeah. there is a certain amount of that privacy that you sort of want to hoard. Just so that you have some autonomy of some kind, right? Yeah. Now, in the communal type living, which is this is what this great, great Reset is pushing towards, it's not communal, it's communitarian. It's all based on the premise that not only are, are you going to give up a lot of privacy and control, but you should want to. You should want to so much that you want to have a big, high social credit score. Okay. Yeah. Uh, or reverse if it's low points for doing good things or whatever the case may be. I don't even know how it works, but I gave up being graded when I left school. Yeah. And I don't intend to ever be graded again because yeah. I, I didn't, I did well in school when I cared to do well. Mm -hmm. But the minute I didn't care about it anymore, I didn't do so well. The concept is, is repeat, repeat, repeat. This is for the greater good, greater good, greater good. You should want that for everyone too. Imagine having consequences to your credit score, your social credit score, if you got caught wasting something. Yeah. That's or, even, a big difference. Or, or even thinking about wasting something or thinking the wrong things, right? Yeah, exactly.
1: While the people that are making these laws are flying around on private jets, right? Or their billion-dollar yachts. Mansions and everything, and their yachts yeah. and all of this stuff. And yeah, then your peas are a concern to them.
0: Well, I mean, has, has anyone bothered to ask Klaus and, and friends if they intend to own nothing and be happy? Yeah, exactly. And Lori, who gave them this power?
1: Nobody. They just so, took it. Exactly. But we're allowing it.
0: I'm not allowing anything. No, I'm not either. But, you know, as so, as so Okay, so I understand exactly what you're saying. I am a huge practitioner of the universal law of free will. Yeah. If y'all want to do that, and have this whole plan and everything and want and feel that you need to do that, please be my guest. I am not here to stop you. Yeah. Okay. But I don't want to play. Yeah. So what's the difference of me saying you can go ahead and do your plan. No problem. I will do nothing to stop you, but you can't make me join. Yeah then why can't they do the same in reverse for me yeah they back but, to the greater good thing yeah. you're stupid you don't know that we need this greater good because you know the world is going to fail any second now if we all don't do what we say
1: i mean the well, jab was for the greater good you needed to get jab because it's for the greater good not for you it's for grandma
0: Right? Well, it's the same thing with the with the gasoline and the electric cars and the and the depleted yeah. fossil fuels and the, the carbon calories. footprint and the yeah. whole nine yards. Okay, see, these are the kind of questions I have, or mm-hmm. or thought extrapolations I have. All right, so if we have this big globe and we have this huge atmosphere. And we have a vacuum, or, you know, the vacuum of space surrounding this huge atmosphere. And this planet has been here for billions of years. And all of mankind has been here for hundreds of thousands or whatever, making messes, okay? Making mm-hmm. messes out of Earth, burning yeah. up shit, digging shit up, the whole nine yards. We, you know, burning and fossil fueling and smoking and burning this is a limited finite vacuum right Mm -hmm. atmosphere I mean yeah it's supposed to probably make up trillions quadrillions of cubic inches of of air okay but you if it's not a self-cleaning system and it can't Escape anywhere, and the volcanoes are still going off and spewing shit into yeah. the atmosphere, and all the planes over all these you know, hundred years and so on. Yeah. How come we can still breathe now? I know. And and how come it, you know it hasn't filled up with enough crap by now? Warmed up. <laughs> no, the greenhouse gas and blah blah blah. I know. I know. Okay. So I'm sorry if you've been unable to convince me <laughs> by now that we have, you know, Houston we have a problem. Yeah. Okay. So pardon me for not getting all freaked out by your death doom and destruction call.
1: But but Laurie, the global so warming, I don't wanna, I, mean- I don't want to play. <laughs> You know, the icebergs are melting and what's going to happen to us? It's all getting warmer and oceans are rising.
0: <laughs> People believe Well, but it. it's not. Of course not. I of know. Course. It's insane. I mean, yeah, icebergs melt. Sometimes yeah. they break off and they, yeah. you know, get into the channel that sends them into the Gulf Stream or the, whatever the stream is that sends them south. Well, what do you think's going to do? Yeah, it's gonna melt. Exactly. <laughs> okay. All right. I, but has any of that over the eons raised yeah. the shorelines any? Okay. Yeah. No, it hasn't. No. And, 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 you know, I'm sorry, but that's, that's where we kind of need some proof for some things. Yeah. And if that's the case, who was the one decided that decided that we need to start dumping more crap into the air? Going back to our chemis that we were talking about yeah. earlier, okay? Who made that brilliant decision? Okay, to to dim the sun, Bill Gates, yeah, maybe whoever, okay, wherever that idea came from, and let's just keep dumping crap into the sky. And then people will, but but they're not dumping any crap into the sky. That's just all that it's the circular argument again. Well then what is this we can you can go Google or wiki look up geoengineering and it's yeah. all right there. Yeah. I, I didn't make it up. No. As a matter of fact, I'm doing everything I can to try to stop it. This is the way the matrix submatrix is now. We either have to get used to it and continue to try to not consent and stay out of it as best we can. Yeah. And I do understand why there's plenty of people who say we got to stop them. We got to stop them. There, there have been so many other atrocities that mankind has done over the eons that nobody stopped for a very long time either. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I totally understand. And I mean, I, w- I was like that. I was feeling like that a lot last year and even a few months ago that we have to do something, you know, I went to protest, I did all that stuff and I needed to be physically involved Like physically, I needed to be fighting all this, fighting the system and fighting for my freedom. And, you know, I never wore a mask. I never got tested. I didn't get vaccinated. And, you know, I was the same. My husband would go shopping because I, I haven't stepped into a shop in two and a half years because I will not consent. But now I just, I don't really feel like we need to be out there fighting. I don't know if that's that's the right, I, I don't know what the solution is. I honestly don't know what the solution is. But I know that those kinds of things, I mean, there have been protests all over the world. Did it make a difference? Did the truckers make a difference in Canada? I mean, there have been so many things, but nothing's really changed. So I think we need a new
0: strategy. I don't know what that is. But- well, protesting is not a strategy no that strategy has never worked i mean, yeah. it might it might work in a little village you know in, in a little european village where you know three or four hundred years ago where the vicar at the town church tried to make people do something and they said no and they yeah. got their pitchforks out and ran yeah. out of town yeah, that yeah. might <laughs> yeah that might work but yeah. in the modern world The court systems don't work. They're too slow. By the time something comes along and, uh, you know, gets through a court, it's already years have passed and they're already that much further ahead of where they were before. So that doesn't work. And physically protesting, all it does is get a bunch of other people's default face uh, angry. Noncompliance works on an individual basis. Exactly. Until they decide to crack down on the non-compliant one yeah. and no one else stops them from taking away that one non-compliant one. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so that's when it gets to the point where the collective has to defend the non-compliant one. That's and never going to happen. That doesn't happen. Right. Right. Yeah. No. we've We've seen that not happen. Oh, no. I mean, there wouldn't have been Nazi Germany and letting them take people away to yeah. camps or shooting them in their town village or whatever the case. The idea is is the ones who need their freedom, and it is freedom of the mind as much as it is physical freedom, yeah. right? Yes. Because I can be completely free in a jail cell. hmm Okay. Now, I know that sounds, you know, crazy. No, I understand what you're to saying. To a lot of people, but freedom is in your mind.
2: Yeah.
0: For those who need freedom, you can always be free. Your body might be confined, but your brain may be free. Yeah. If you want to live the lifestyle you choose to live then here's what's so crazy about the tech okay the tech itself is is basically it's inert Mm -hmm. it it doesn't it doesn't have a mind of its own and and a a reason to exist it was created by somebody Mm -hmm. and how many times have I used the analogy of the hammer is just an inert object. You can pick Mm -hmm. it up and build something with it, or you can pick it up and bash someone in the head and kill them with the same inert hammer. Okay. So the tech itself, they sell it to you with the idea that it is going to make your life better, easier, less challenging mm-hmm. more fun whatever the case may be how whatever the marketing campaign is but then you turn around and you say What well, but that's not what they're using it for well that mm-hmm. isn't the tech's fault the same yeah. tech in the hands of the people who want to use it for only for good and only do, to help mankind you can't blame the tech Mm-hmm. And so much of these kinds of things were invented for the purpose of helping people and making things better. yeah, and then someone hijacked it and made it controlling, or whatever yeah. the case may be. So I don't blame the tech. as a matter of fact, there's much there's many things tech wise, you know, and even just back to the machinery when the first industrial complex revolution happened now, People complain about doing the laundry and you go, really? Oh, no. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. You gotta dump the clothes in the in the thing, pour some soap in there or put a pot or whatever the case is, you do, and close the lid, turn the knob, and then get it out, put it in the drying machine. Yeah. And and all you gotta do is fold them. And you but don't even really have to-, to do that.
1: We need robots to fold them. I mean, that's the problem
0: (laughs) and open the drawer and put them away or hang them on a hanger. Yeah. If, if, if it's such so much work, then why you wear so many different clothes? Yeah. I mean, when I was a kid to keep laundry down, right. Mm -hmm. We had school clothes and play clothes. Yeah. And when you went to school, you wore your school clothes. Yeah. And when you came home, the first thing you did was you take your school clothes off, which you're going to be able to wear again. Exactly. If you you didn't get all dirty on the playground. Yeah. You know, all of this is all by choice. This is all the free will stuff I'm talking about. Yeah. If you like doing laundry, wear a new set of clothes every few hours. Who cares? Yeah. But if you don't, you Mm -hmm. know, maybe you could serve them. Can, you know conserve back this a little bit exactly. and wear them for a couple of wearings yeah well like they're
1: telling the germans now you know you don't need to shower it's enough to shower every three weeks or they say after three weeks you have no more body odor this is what the government's telling the germans and um also you know but you don't need to do laundry all the time and all kinds of other stuff did you hear
0: about that yeah you yeah. sent me something on that yeah. and i was trying I to figure know. out who's determining whether you don't smell anymore after i three know weeks. I I mean, is that if everybody's dirty, you know? know. What I mean, if know. all your friends are on an off-week cycle from when you're off, you know, know. From when you wash yourself? And so you're all clean and everybody else has been three weeks. And I'm sure you're gonna smell them. Of
1: course. But you
0: Absolutely. you don't have to have all or nothing. And that's no. that's kind of what where everything is nowadays. It's like yeah. all or nothing. But, and, you know, also
1: collecting rainwater now is illegal in many countries.
0: I know. I know. You and know or having in... solar
1: panels is illegal. Or, like, those resources, they all belong to the big guy at the top, right? You know that makes no sense
0: about the solar panels. I know. It's crazy. I mean, did you actually hear the reason why they don't want you to have solar panels? No. What was it? <laughs> yeah. I, I swear I heard this, and I, now I want to look it up and see if I dreamed it. It's just so retarded. And that is that there's only so much sunlight and Yeah, I did hear that. You're <laughs> I did hear that. You're using up oh. the you're using up the sunlight and that's for everybody. And that's you know and just like the rainwater. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. what do you just you're supposed to just let it run on down the hill and or soak into the ground and and get it out of a out of a stream or a well or whatever. No, you're not even allowed to do that. You, no. you know, it, no. I mean, you can, if you don't buy it from the municipality, then no. you, when things don't make logical sense, yeah. I'm sorry, but it's not my need to be free. Uh, it's my, and it's not my need to be right. Yeah. But it's my need to be not stupid. I know. Okay. I do have a need to be not stupid. Yeah. And when, when I hear or read stupid things coming from people who are supposed to be authorities or experts or technocrats or whatever the case may be. I mean, I lived my whole life just like everybody else did thinking that viruses and germs were contagious. I know. And that you caught things from people Mm and, and, I went along with it because that was what I was told. Just like, you know, I live on a spinning globe. Right. Yeah. yeah. And until I until somehow I got turned on to germ versus terrain theory. Mm -hmm. And I thought, okay, I'll bite, you know, I'll see what this is about and read everything I could read about it. And I'm like, holy crap, how? How in the world did I never know this before? I know. And how in the world, once you know it, how can you how can you not undo all all of the garbage that you've got in your head for your whole life? I know. And and so if you tell somebody it, because it does take a while to completely understand it, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. And check all the research and double back on all the information. Yeah, you could just pass on to read and pass on the Cliff's Notes version to, from that you got from somebody else. But to truly understand the concept, you have to do some research. You have to do some reading and understanding yes. of course. <clears throat> and read some, read some uh, experiments and, and tests and stuff yeah. that they've done. And be open. And by the time you get through that, you come out the other end, you go, what in the hell? Why is everybody worried about everybody touching them and and sneezing on them? Well, nobody likes getting sneezed on. It is kind of of gross. Yeah. But at the same time, to act like everybody out there in the world is some big communicable germ factory. I know.
1: But if I mean, that's how, that's another if that's, to, the,
0: if that's the truth, Lynn. How in the hell did there get to be nine billion people? Exactly, exactly. But
1: it's another fear, like this fear that they instill in us to keep us under control. I mean, imagine when you have to fear all these viruses. I mean, you know, the monkeypox is here. Like, I, I just heard something funny. Monkeypox. In in the word monkeypox, the K is silent, so it's moneypox. Moneypox. Right? More money for them exactly but but, you know it's like once you realize this it's like oh my god there's nothing to be afraid of like these things you don't need to be afraid of it but when you get to this point it's like you you know you spent your whole life I'm 52 years old I've been in fear of catching this catching that and it's it doesn't exist
0: I mean you know what's really funny is I never really was concerned about catching this and catching that because I don't know I mean when I was a kid we had chickenpox parties and m- measles parties and mumps parties. If somebody in the neighborhood got the one of those, you know, you brought your kids over and you played and you had a little party and you were supposed to get it in mild case and then you were immune. That was the story, right? Yes. I, w- I went to a mumps party. I never got the mumps. Mm-hmm. I went to a chickenpox party. I got the chicken pox, mm-hmm. so now I go back to this germ versus terrain theory, and I go, "Hmm, how does that work?" Mm-hmm. And of course, it was a party. Yeah, so we all ate, consumed, uh, had something in common that we spent time. There's all kinds of uh, research to show of uh, people get sick. In homes or around other people with the same thing they have, same symptoms, Mm -hmm. because the the mind and the body can convince the body that it's time to detox. Because hey, we're, we're detoxing. Exactly. Well, we are
1: all connected energetically, and it's just like how women menstruate together. Or I start yawning, and then you start yawning. Right. And I'm not even tired. And you you make me tired
0: with the yawning.
1: Yeah. And they say even trees, like if a, a beetle attacks one tree, then they all communicate amongst their roots and they start signaling to the other trees that, Oh, there is this danger. Be careful. So then the trees start detoxing. So it's the same for us. For example, you came in contact with some kind of a toxin and your body's detoxing. So obviously energetically your body's sending a signal to my to my body that there's some kind of an invader. So my body starts detoxing and how does the body detox having a high fever, sneezing, coughing, right? Those are the right. sign- Those are the, sign- the common symptoms. And those are also the common symptoms of many illnesses, but are we actually catching that illness or is it just the body detoxing and responding to your body to what's going on or the surroundings? If a lot of people are sick, sick, quote, sick around us, then my body will also respond to this.
0: Yeah, it's B. It's yeah. B every time. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, it's so super
0: interesting. If people would just read and understand this research, and it's really interesting because the same person who will tell you that that explanation that you just gave about the energy field and the commonality of uh, detoxing, mm-hmm. and you gave them that explanation. They would say, and they say, oh, that's a load of hooey. But then they'll turn around and go spend the rest of the day reading about uh, Carl Sagan and the, how the universe is connected. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. So You know what I'm saying? I but do. Coming it's, from Carl Sagan, you have to be from someplace else to be an expert. Yeah. But coming from you then, you know, you're, it's, you're just repeating internet garbage, right? You know, it's
1: like, it's like, the so, you can't eat the egg because that's a baby chicken, but they're all for abortion, right? It's that same kind of, it makes no sense
0: because they're all, that's why going back to where we started with the supernatural construct versus the globe or the flat earth were any of the other beliefs out there that people try to sell you their opinion or research on. Yeah. When I looked at the flat earth stuff the very first time, I thought a whole lot of this makes sense. Mm
2: -hmm. And
0: then I go out there and I do my own research and I say, okay, well, I'm just going to make that red boat video and Mm -hmm. I'm going to stand here and watch this boat go over the horizon or not.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, there, there's something to be said for this flat plane concept, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I looked at the model that they had and I went, okay, well, that sounds, it that looks, looks really cool. Looks cool. And I like how it all works in circles and, all, you know, all these things happening. But wait a minute. <laughs> I have these other problems. As time went by you get a new, I new information and you got to discount something else Mm -hmm. because if it doesn't fit, you got to throw it out. That's how science works. Right. Yeah, exactly. And so it's the same way with the way that I look at, you know, these plans that these creeps have for humanity. All right. Yeah. It may work for you guys and it may work on paper, And it may work in a model and it may work in a computer, you know, algorithm model extrapolated out over 10 or 50 years or whatever you've done to say that this is such a great idea. But here's where we fall down. You didn't ask me for my permission. Mm -hmm. Right? Yep. Yep. I have to agree because I don't know about how, what kind of world do you want to live in, but the world I Mm -hmm. want to live in is called voluntarism. Yes. (laughs) And I don't volunteer. Yeah. And I don't think that anybody elected any of you people to govern them. Mm -hmm. That's why you're not calling it government. You're Mm -hmm. calling it governance where you took a, verb and you made it into a noun okay and or noun and made it into a verb and so the whole idea is you didn't ask me for my approval and you know of course somebody will turn right around and go well the government you live in now you were born into you're absolutely right I was and nobody asked me for my approval yeah, and ever since I saw how a whole lot of it works, I haven't improved ever since. Yeah, but I don't get—I mean, other than moving to another country, I—I I don't get to, you know, be the change agent for that.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. And then suddenly, you know, thirty years ago, I made the decision. Well, you know what? I'm going to be the change I need to see in the world. So I'm mm-hmm. going to run for public office.
1: Oh, I didn't know you did that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Ah. Oh. Twice, as wow. a matter of fact, talked about all the things that were annoying me, and I was of the wrong party for the system the way it had been for a long time, so I didn't get elected, and that was that. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, I while this was all happening, I was approached by people inside the system Asking me if I wanted to purchase some votes. Holy crap. Is that how is, is that how we do it? I mean, we're just so, it's like you're asking me if I want to, you know, buy some Oxycontin.
2: Wow.
0: <laughs> or, or a or whatever. You know, you want to buy some votes? No way. And that's when you discover, and that was 30 something years ago, right? Wow. So once you discover the system is rigged, yeah. Because you're confronted directly by the people who intend to rig it. Yeah. And have the and have the ability to. Yeah. Then it's kind of hard to go rah, rah, I want this guy or that guy to be, you know, my next representative. Yeah. And that's why, you know, when I people say, Oh, Trump won, it was just <laughs> such an amazing, you know, victory. And they didn't they expected him. <laughs> You expected Hillary to win, and I'm like, "Oh boy, Boise, yeah. Boise, Boise, right?" Yeah. Yeah. And and the same thing then last time. Oh, how did Biden win when there, you know, there's no chance because everybody voted for Trump. And I'm oh. like, "Well, apparently not, because apparently you don't know how the rig works. Exactly. It's rigged, of course. Right? Everything is, of course. And somebody bought that. Yeah. somebody paid for that." Yeah. And that's how it works. People don't come to you for free and say, Hey, you want to, you want some free votes? Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, they don't do that.
2: You have plus, to buy it. Anybody you, have in... to
0: be, you have to be complicit in the cheating in yeah. order for you not to turn around later and go, okay, here I take these guys. Here's what happened and you know i got these free votes because they like no yeah. that's not it's how fast. it works
1: no it's not plus all the people that are in power
0: they're in the same club right sure alternative sure. i mean and the club I, keeps getting and the club keeps getting s- smaller yeah. because groups groups of them are moving up to the next level right yeah. and they just keep moving up to the next level As George
1: George Carlin said, it's a small club
0: and you're not in it. You ain't in it. You ain't in it. I'm I'm glad to see that we're both at a place where, and I'm sure we're probably going to, you know, I know I'll probably catch some crap for saying, I'm not going to go out there and fight the great reset Schwabs of the world because they're on their own agenda. And there's, you know, it's impossible to, Get enough people together to stop something. Yeah. At this point, especially when it's tech-driven, yeah. right? Yeah. My recommendation, and it sounds like yours, is to not comply. Mm-hmm. Keep your keep your world the way you and your default face the way you want it to be, and be happy.
1: Yeah. And like that thing that I shared with you the other day, it's like how, um, you know, if, if we start, how we can influence the algorithm, for example, of social media and Facebook. So you start searching for one topic, books, for example, and then all you see is ads and, and uh, recommendations for books, right? So you can influence the algorithm. So if this is a construct that we're living in, we can also influence the algorithm of this construct the same way by concentrating on what we want and, and they were saying not just concentrating, but actually you need to think it, speak it and act that you need to act on it. So it's not enough to just put it out in the universe. I'm putting love out there and I just want love back, but you need to do everything in your power by not complying, by not conforming to their system. But you can influence. I really think that you, you can influence this construct as well, just the same way as you can the algorithm on Facebook. So why not you know, concentrate on that instead
0: and making the changes? Well, I agree. I mean, there's a few people that I have friended on Facebook. And the next thing you know, 30, 40, 50 of their friends that we have in common mm-hmm. all send you friend requests. Wow. And they all believe the same thing. They're all mm-hmm. fighting the same good fight. It, the yeah. same thing happened in the flat earth movement yeah early days yes you get invo- involved in the flat earth you make a couple of friends that are also believe in the same thing and the next thing you know you've got 150 flat earth friends yeah if you and if you put your intention out there you know not just to be one of these love and light new ager star seed whatever no, the heck that. No. um be one of those people no. Then and and nothing wrong with them. <laughs> Again, I used to think. See, this is part of this is part of wisdom. <clears throat> I used to think that you know those people needed needed to be saved um, from themselves. No, no. What is it called when you uh, intervention?
1: From, oh, intervention <laughs> from a cult
0: from yeah. a cult, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and and now it's like now I'm like whatever. Whatever you want, whatever you need to believe, whatever you want to think, you be free, little bird, and just be as love and light as you want to be. No problem. No skin off my nose. but Don't make me be love and light. Don't make me, don't expect me to be like you. And I won't expect you to be like me. And can't we all just get along? Right? Exactly. And so that's what I, there's people out there who think that this great reset, they're not saying much. Because they don't want to be chastised by those who are freaking out about the Great Reset, but there's going there. I'm sure there's lots of people out there who can't wait for it because it includes some pretty, some pretty good candy. Mm hmm universal basic basic income income. and yeah yeah, all kinds of stuff yeah yeah. i mean it's not just ubi yeah you'll own nothing and you'll be happy well they don't own anything much anyway so there's no skin off their nose you know exactly Um, because then they'll be happy if they take everything away from you as well right yeah it's better than being homeless so i'll just live in the little stack and pack you know refrigerator sized place they they give me to live in and they give me the universal basic income and i'll have a a, a a wallet or a card or a chip or whatever the case may be to to buy whatever i need play and video even games if, even day? if the thing goes you can't buy that because no. that's you don't have the social credit score oh well i'll buy something else it doesn't matter yeah. you know We'll get your cricket cricket bar the drone will drop it off <laughs>
1: Cricket Daniel legs, cricket crunchy,
0: legs, yeah. crunchy cricket leg bars. <laughs> here you go. Don't eat it all at once. We got the salted caramel flavor. Oh, and yeah. we, we go. We got the vanilla choco flavors.
1: Oh, I mean, it's good and, that we can laugh at all this
0: because. Well, I mean, there's going to yeah. be people who think that's awesome. Yeah, I for sure. I mean, look for at sure. some of this stuff the vegans eat. Oh God! Don't even go there. I know. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. Yeah, they there, there's sections in the in the vegan department at the grocery it's store all that is garbage. like, what is there's that even? Whole no food in it. I there's mean, the- it is. It's soy based something, it's but why? Yeah. You know, if you love it so much, why? And you hate meat and, and ground beef and yeah. all all the processed stuff. Then why are you making it look like that? Exactly. If you I mean, I don't, that I, I don't think- because you're psychologically emotionally and convicted not to kill animals, to eat them. Then why are you making the shit look like dead animal stuff? Exactly. I mean, I don't
1: take my steak and try to make, turn it into broccoli. Right.
0: no. no, <laughs> <laughs> with my steak. Uh, it's why dangerous. the hell would you want to do that? Right. I know. I know. And, I know. and, you know what? I don't I don't remember where I first heard it, but my grandmother told me a very long time ago, I mean, was a kid, little kid, that soybeans are poisonous to humans. Wow. So true. I mean, literally, like you if you were out foraging for food and you came across a soybean field, you should not eat those. Yeah. That yeah, so you think. don't have the digestion. the stomach for Um, it I was a
1: vegetarian for many years Laurie and I mean I totally destroyed my thyroid my health everything with the soy products there's nothing worse for you
0: well okay so she I never got the reason why that it was bad for you but sure enough yeah and now all the soy is covered
1: with it's all GMO soy so there's another issue but it's just so bad for us okay so the hormonal system for the thyroid it's very high in estrogen so it causes so many
0: issues well so see she knew something but she didn't really know exactly she didn't impart the information she just did a your granny knows
1: yeah your granny knows and just listen to
0: your granny
1: and you know she probably cooked with lard right Oh, she rendered her own lard. Yeah, there you go. She wasn't
0: using margarine and all these vegetable oils that are so toxic. Oh no! Well, every once in a while, she bought margarine uh, Mm. because that, you know, even those people that age, a Mm -hmm. lot of them got sucked into all the new marketing.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Even,
0: even her. I mean, this was this was a like a woman who came from the hills of Virginia. Mm-hmm. Grew up dirt poor kind of person, right? Yeah. Kind of woman, and went to work when she was, you know, eight and nine years old to help support the family, kind of thing. Wow! And knew all the old sage passed down through history stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when she retired, my grandfather was retired military. When they retired, she she was the one who wanted to buy the mini farm and raise everything raise the animals grow the garden put in the fruit trees do all this work i mean it was a shit ton of work that she did every day Mm -hmm. and cooked everything from scratch for the family and you know put out the spread i mean those not very many of those people exist anymore nowadays what's common what's common if it's thanksgiving you know, maybe people still cook a turkey or whatever, but almost everything else comes <laughs> processed or out of a can or whatever. Or they order it up from the local place and and uh, it's all ready to serve. All you got to do is heat it up kind yeah, of big, so big dinner, right? Yeah. A lot of times it's not any more expensive. So why not? Why not do that? do yeah. it that way?
1: Not only... That these processed, ready-to-eat foods are devoid of nutrients. But imagine when your grandmother was cooking—the love that she was putting into the food, right? Oh, absolutely! So she was it with love for the family, and I mean, in, talk in about the love end, bombing. Yeah, love bombing. <laughs> but in the end, I mean, in the end, food is energy, right? So imagine the guy that's flipping burgers at McDonald's—five thousand burgers a day. Imagine what kind of energy goes into that already completely devoid food compared to something that your grandmother or mother- I hate made my love. job, I hate my the, job, yeah, I hate exactly. my job. And then you eat that and you're eating that energy. So, I mean, look at like, especially in America, I mean, what percentage of the population is obese? I mean, it's a huge percentage here in Europe as well, but it's just getting worse and worse and cancer, heart disease, people are sick like never before, children, young children with type two diabetes. I mean, it's completely out of control and it's because we're not eating real foods anymore. We're just and they have
0: no idea why they can't lose weight. Oh, I cut back on this, I cut back on that. Yeah. You're just Oh, how long did you cut back? Oh, I I mean a whole two weeks. Really? I I mean, it it takes your body two weeks to even figure out what's going on here.
1: Yeah, but it's back to the convenience, you know, like we were talking, it's convenient, it's easy, and people just want to, so it's going to be the same with the future, or the great resets, well, it's going to be easy, it'll be just, our lives will be easier with, or with all this technology, I was just, I was just reading that in the UK, Tesco and these bigger, do you guys, you don't have yeah, I right? read that, did you read that, that they, yeah. they, they, they want to do away with credit cards and debit cards, you'll just be able to scan your iris or use your fingerprint to buy stuff. And it's right. like, how wonderful. Then, you know, I don't have to carry my cards anymore. I mean, it's it's such a great system. What's or wrong with Or worry about
0: them being stolen.
1: Exactly. I mean, you know, I told you my friends who got robbed. Well, this would not have been an issue if if it's all in your fingerprint and that's all you need. Then nobody right. can rob you. You're protected. So it's it's a wonderful system. So it's going to be so easy to sell it to people. Well, it is. I yeah. mean,
0: that's the problem with with the t- the two sides of the coin of the tech. Yeah, it can be super good. Right? Yeah. yeah. But at, at the same time, y- you're not, contr- you you don't know who's controlling the tech and yeah. what all they're using it for and so yeah. on and so on. Yeah. And so carry your damn card or carry your cash. I mean, nobody carries cash yeah. anymore. Exactly. Right. And that's a big problem. That's a big and problem. It, what, that's another way you can fight the system is to carry cash and pay with cash. Well, I'll give you a perfect example of what just happened not too long ago. Jimmy went out with some guys to have this beer garden place to meet up and have beer and and dinner. And the server comes over and announces that the credit card machines are inoperable Mm -hmm. for whatever reason. Yeah. And that you'll have to pay in cash. Mm Mm-hmm. Jimmy's notorious for not having any cash. Oh, no, no cash in his wallet. Oh, I, I can't walk around without cash. So because he uses his debit card for everything. Yeah. I in my whole lifetime, I can't remember not having any cash. No, I mean, ever. No. And so he he calls me up and says, you're gonna, you know, quietly, you're gonna, <laughs> have, to, you're gonna have to bring me some cash. because <laughs> The machine's not working. Yeah. And I'm like, oh man, what? no, I don't even feel like what what you don't have any cash borrow some from one of the guys and tell them you'll send him back for yeah. Venmo or whatever. no big deal. I don't want everybody else seems to have some cash but me. Oh, I don't no. want them to you know them to know I don't have any cash I'm like yeah. oh, but you don't have any cash <laughs> so you know yeah i'll drive over there if you want to uh, um, meet me outside i'll give you some cash and a little bit later he s- sends me a message back you know mm-hmm. well i went ahead and asked one of the guys and he gave me the you know bought my dinner yeah and what happens when the tech goes down and mm-hmm. nobody has any cat nobody has any cash and the iris reading thing doesn't work or the yeah. fingerprint reading what, what are we going to do now Exactly. I mean, it's just like the same thing happens if you go to the grocery store. You ever been to the grocery, grocery store and the power went out? hmm I yeah. have too. Yeah. You can't buy and anything. Nothing works. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And they ha- I mean, they literally empty the store and make you leave. Yeah. And and that's it. That. You don't get the buy. And, anything. and you know,
1: I think in Europe, like for example, in we lived in Switzerland, and in Switzerland, it's very common for people to still insist on paying with cash also in Germany. And and like here in Europe, a lot of the smaller places don't even take cards. You have to pay with cash. So I think it's going to be a lot more difficult here to do away with it it completely. Like in Mexico, our friend Kim. Hi, Kim. um, You know, she says the same thing that a lot of places only accept cash. So hopefully those places will hold out for a little bit longer than, for example, the U.S., where it's just completely normal that you're using Debit cards, credit
0: cards, right? Well, okay. Look at it like this. Yeah. But the agenda is marching on. It is. And the agenda is set internationally, worldwide, for this to be in full-blown, full-bore 2030. 2030 or sooner even. Or they sooner. Want They're all too. screaming sooner. Okay. Yeah. And if it only took I'll I'll just be on the on the conservative side and say it only took a week to get everybody in the world to play pandemic games. Yeah. So don't tell me and everybody adjusted I mean how many people didn't adjust and the and what I mean by that is they stayed home they wore their mask they social distanced they they did their job from home they or, learned to order on Amazon food what, what curbside pickup the whole nine yards everyone adapted rapidly yeah for for humanity yeah. For for to be everything is one way one day and the next day it's completely different, and everybody adapted. So, yeah. if that can happen in a week or two, in in a, a country that's as at non-adaptive as the United States, mm-hmm. then going cashless can happen in no time flat. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I mean, that well, it, yeah. it, it, they can just decide that you know like you said the stores individually are the ones to deciding that they're take still going to take cash yeah they can be told by the government their cash is dead yeah or just like spreading, they made spreading everybody spreading the virus right just like they turned well they tried that last they week did. right off the bat if you remember yeah. i do remember did. a lot of places didn't take cash at all right cash yeah. is dirty only contactless, contact doesn't doesn't hard. matter that ninety nine percent of cash circulating has cocaine on yeah, it. Yeah, that's that's not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, well, yeah, you know, it's hard to control that cocaine. That's the CIA's problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so they can adapt the whole thing pretty rapidly. Yeah. So the idea is to see what's coming so you can adapt against that adaptation. And that's where the knowledge and the understanding of what they want to try to get everyone to do is important. And you can't bury your head in the sand about that or you will get sideswiped and uh, and have to conform anyway. And I'm not talking about being some prepper, or you know ammunition gatherer and gun gatherer and all that stuff because i mean that's totally against <laughs> those two things are so opposed you're prepping for all this food okay to sur- self survive in the case of whatever the case may be okay whatever mm-hmm. bad happens in- including yeah. the zombie apocalypses and and everything yeah but that but you're, you're gonna defend yourself and your food with weapons. And yet at the same time, those are the same people 90% of the time who believe that voluntarism and, and uh, libertarianism mm-hmm. and all of that works, right? Mm-hmm. But you're ready yeah. to shoot anybody who's starving to death and needs some food instead of That's helping true. them, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's every man for himself. Yeah watch too many dystopian future movies much. Yeah. So it's all it, you know, you, you gotta think things through people. And the whole idea is Lynn has it right. You've got to manifest what you hope your matrix life is going to be like. And yeah. you can't control people, these are my words, you can't control people who don't have the proc programming capabilities of understanding what's even coming okay and so yeah they're going to keep they're going to keep marching forward with their agenda and you got to keep marching forward with yours and if they those two agendas don't meet and they clash then you 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 gotta operate under the universal law of free will and Mm -hmm. do your way anyway yeah be be your way put on put on the default face that you want so.
2: absolutely absolutely all right girlfriend
0: i'm so thrilled to have the opportunity to speak with you this long
1: me too and... after all the technical issues hey eh? people don't know how long it took for us to connect like this <laughs> <laughs> months and months but finally yeah no it was really great Lori. i really enjoyed it and thank you so much for having me on
0: oh my pleasure and it won't be the last time
1: I'm sure I won't. Okay. All the best. Take care. Love you, Lord. girly.
0: Love you too. Okay. Bye. Love bombs. Bye. Love bombs all around. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>